What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan Podcast. You're chilling with your host Dylan and right now I'm again just chilling in the van at uh, my local Walmart. Um, basically my legal residence at this point. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I I want to... I wish I didn't have to be in a Walmart parking lot, but it's the only one that's, like, really close to work uh, besides the Planet Fitness. Uh, But, I don't know. Planet Fitness is, like, not as lit up, so it's kind of sketchy, and, like, there's... I don't know. Sometimes there's some... I mean, there's weird people at Walmart, but, like... I don't know. They're seems to be some like more sketchy stuff going on around planet fitness sometimes i don't know why but at the same time i might just be a wimp i don't know um but yeah i'm just chilling at walmart right now uh i just bought a bag of chips which i'm going to eat after this episode um yeah but today i just kind of wanted to talk about um The importance of your self-concept or your self-image. Yeah, I've been finding out that that is really the key to uh, manifesting. Because again, you know, your, your whole... Your whole life, the circumstances around you are going to reflect what you've been creating in your mind um you know all your everything in your life is a manifestation of something that you created in your mind at one point you know it's hard to see that um but it is true um i mean i can't like convince you of it but that's my experience and um Yeah, so I'm finding that your self-concept or how you view yourself really is, like, the key um, to manifesting what you want. Uh, Because I have found that how you view yourself, uh, like, what when you think of yourself... um, whatever state you're in, you know, like, that determines the quality of your thoughts and feelings, um, so, you know, for example, like, I don't know, even, like, a year ago, I saw myself as a drug addict and a low, like, you know, bottom, bottom of the food chain type of deal, And so, my thoughts were naturally just thoughts that a drug addict would have, or that a low, depressed person would have, you know? I I had this belief that I am depressed, I am a drug addict, I am a low, worthless person. Um, And so, my natural thoughts would be you know, just negative things, or, you know, what a depressed person would think about, 
And then the circumstances in my life would reflect what I've been creating in my mind. And so now, now I view myself as, you know, higher. You know, I view myself as b better than that. Um, you know, I respect and value myself more and I love myself more. And, you know, my, my circum, my thoughts are naturally more positive, I guess. Like, you know, I, I naturally, like, I don't force positive thoughts. I just naturally have them. Um, and I'm finding that your natural thoughts, the ones that just kind of come to you and go, um, that you don't have much resistance towards, those are the ones that are going to manifest. Um, so, you know, back, back when I was low life drug addict, depressed Dylan or whatever, you know, my, I would naturally just think that, um, you know, I, I would constantly be thinking about my grandparents, like, disapproving of me, because, you know, I, I was, I felt guilty about it and all that, so I would imagine them, uh, looking down on me, uh, and they did, uh, but it's not because of them, it was because of me, it was because of the natural, the state that I was in, um, you know, they were, I was acting out of that state, and, you know, you reap what you sow, basically, so I was acting out of that state of just a low-life drug addict person or whatever, and I would act like that, and then my circumstances in my life would, you know, match with, with that, my natural state. Uh, but now, you know, I, I love myself more, and I see myself as higher, um, and I value and respect myself more, and, you know, I don't see myself as a drug addict anymore, so obviously there's no, I, I, I don't, I'm not surrounded by people who do drugs all the time, I'm not surrounded by people who are offering it to me most of the time you know i don't even hear about any drug related stuff uh maybe every once in a while but i find that it's after i was recently thinking of drugs then somebody you know says oh this dude like did some heroin or i you know whatever like um but that's not my main state of of being anymore, so my circumstances in my life don't reflect that back to me, if you know what I'm saying, um, you know, now, drugs are not a part of me, really, you know, I, again, I don't have anything against them, I can't really be, I can't really say that they're bad, because I did them for so long, and, you know, I still... I I don't shun them completely, you know. If if there's an occasion, maybe I'll smoke smoke a little bit of dank or uh drink a little bit or whatever. So, you know, it's but it's not 
a big part of who I am anymore. So I don't find it as often in my in my world because I'm not focused on it anymore. I'm not naturally fixed on that. And you know, I'm I no longer see myself as depressed or low or worthless. And so I don't find myself around people or things that uh reflect those feelings back to me or those thoughts you know back back then all the music I would listen to would be sad stuff now I can't stand sad stuff you know I I respect the artists for their talent in singing but I don't really I don't really mess with the low vibes anymore uh you know it's just not who I am anymore and so I don't experience it. And I, you know, I still hear sad songs sometimes. But it's, like I said with the whole drug thing, it's always after I entertained a, a sad thought or a sad feeling or something. Uh, which is completely normal. You know, there's nothing wrong with feeling sad sometimes. As long as you don't get sucked into it and make it your your identity. You know, everybody feels sad sometimes. Everybody feels low sometimes. You know, you don't always have to be high vibe. Like, you know, that's just... It, I feel like it's possible, but it's... You'd have to definitely have, like... A very high self-esteem and, like very you'd have to be very mentally resilient you know like not letting any circumstances affect your mood at all which that's my goal in the end is to just be completely you know i'm working on that right now to have not have outside circumstances affect my inner state you know cuz i know i know that my inner state can um affect my outside circumstances so why allow something external to you know get me down or whatever but again i'm not perfect nobody is so it happens it happens but the key is to not get caught up in it and um keep feeding into it you know keep entertaining that state of being um you know, there's nothing wrong with falling off the wagon sometimes as long as you get back on. <coughs> Ooh. Um, but yeah, so big part in, in manifesting is just changing how you view yourself. Literally, like that is that is the key to all of it. And, you know, I think... A lot of us these days will get caught up in thinking that how we are now is how we will always be. And yeah, that can be true. That can be true, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be at all. In fact, it's better if that's not true. You know, I've come to realize that, you know, all it takes is a split second to be a completely different person. If you really just 
All it takes is telling yourself who you are now and then sticking with it. And, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world because, you know, you're so, we're so ingrained in our ways that it sometimes it feels impossible to change, but it is possible, you know, change happens all the time in everything. So why would it be impossible for you to change how you are? Um, yeah, I don't know. And I've been just like pondering on that lately, you know, like if I was different than I am now, then I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Uh, you know, for example, right now, right now I'm in my van, but if I was different, if I if I was not in my van, I wouldn't be in my van. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, it, it's so hard to put this stuff into words. But basically, my state of consciousness right now is I am in a van. But if if my state of consciousness were truly I am in Walmart right now, I would be in Walmart. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to explain, but also something that I was like thinking about today is, uh, time. Time is very, very weird because it does not exist. There's no such thing as time. It's a, an illusion. Um, and I was thinking about this earlier and I was like, what does that even mean that time is an illusion? Because it seems like time is is passing. But I started thinking about it and I was like, the only time I've ever experienced is now. The only time I've ever experienced is now. And so I start I kind of realized like we're in an eternal now. This is the only moment that exists. But everything that exists in this now moment is changing. And it appears as if time is passing. But it's not. And so we get this illusion of past and future. But there is no past and future because as soon as a moment passes... We're in a new moment and we can't we can't go back. There's no solidity to the past. It's just a memory. And then the future, we can think of the future, but in reality, it's just another version of now. A a more refined version of now, I guess. Or a more, uh, uh, there has been change that has taken place, but it all happened now. And so I was thinking about this, and I was like, well, that would mean that everything that has, does, and will exist, exists in this present moment. And I saw it as right it right now 
we're uh, it's so hard to explain right now we are experiencing this this portion of now you know right now i'm i'm in my van just chilling at walmart but that's not the only thing that is happening right now in the now moment everything is happening now and so there is a there is uh, there's a reality now where i am 2 feet to the left and then 2 more feet to the left and 2 more feet to the left and anywhere that i could possibly be i am there right now but i am focused in on this portion of now if that makes sense and so all of those possibilities exist right now every possibility in the universe for anything that could happen exists right now but it's an unseen reality it is something that we are not focused on at this moment in the now time it's so hard to explain but basically like say i go to move my arm i move it to the left well before i even chose to move my arm the possibility or the reality of my arm being over there already existed but I'm just selecting to go to that reality. I'm selecting to to see it. But my arm is everywhere in the universe right now. Anywhere it could possibly be. All I have to do to see those unseen realities is just to choose to go in that direction. And so right now, right now, you are a baby and... You are a f fully grown, you know, old person right now. But we we are focused in on this this version of us right now. I it, it's so it's so hard to put into words, but basically I was seeing it as um you know, as soon as we came into existence every possible version of where we could be or what we could be or you know what we could be doing all of those possibilities came into existence when we did and um so as soon as you're born the the reality where you are an old old man on your deathbed is already there but but it's like we can't just go from one moment to the other like instantaneously we have to kind of see this bridge of events to to get there basically like you know if I went to move my arm right now, yes, that reality where my arm is, like, to the left 
it exists right now, but I have to I have to also witness all of the all of the realities between where my hand is now and where it will be. I have to observe all of that for it to just like compute in the human mind, I guess. I don't know. Um I don't know. I've been really entertaining that idea today and it's like very cool because I'll I'll look at something like I was watching people walk around earlier and it was like I could see a trail of where they came from and then I could also see a trail of where they are going and I don't know like it it's so weird it's so weird dude all i can describe it as is like seeing fourth dimensionally or something um it's kind of like if you've ever done a psychedelic it like i've been thinking of it as like the tracers um you know where there's after images of of things uh like say a car is going by and you see after images of the car um yeah so to me i see it as like all of those those images like exist right now but we're selecting like whatever makes the most sense i guess like it wouldn't make sense for my hand to be right here and then instantly over to the left you know to the human mind like there has to be some some motion involved like it can't just be instant teleportation or whatever um but that just makes me think like if we were our pure essence you know if we were out of this human body you know i've had out of body experiences and it's like you can go somewhere just by inst by thinking of it you can instantly go somewhere else um and so you know i think that is just one of our human limitations is that we can't you know we're bound by the by physics i guess um you know, there has to be what appears to be time. Like, we have to perceive that. We have to witness that change from one one position to the next. Uh, but it's not... There is no time. It's just all happening now. Simultaneously. But, you know, as, as a human, the human mind, no, no physical being's mind can comprehend that kind of stuff um so we we can't perceive it otherwise our brains would probably explode um but in spirit it would be completely possible you know in your imagination you could be you could be you could imagine yourself at home and then in a split second you could be at the beach you know, instantly, you could just change the scene instantly, um, and, 
you know, I think that's how how it is if we were purely spirit, you know, if we were purely like if we were free from this body or whatever. Um and again, like I said, my out of body experiences kind of uh have confirmed that for me. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um But yeah, uh that stuff is like really interesting because to me it it makes this whole manifesting thing easier. Uh, because I realize, like, all you really have to do is choose what you would like to experience and then kind of match that state, you know, and then it kind of unfolds. It unfolds in this moment and it will appear as if it's taking a long time, but really it's it's already happening, it already is done, but again, like, you know, we can't just instantly teleport physically from one point to the other, we have to witness that, that growth stage, and so how I see it now is, say if I, if I say I am, I am a millionaire, you know, that does exist right now. There is a a potential reality where I am I, I, I'm spilling money out of my pockets everywhere I go because I have so much. You know, that is real right now. But in order for it to grow and express itself, I would have to occupy that state of consciousness. I would have to literally, in my mind, become that thing and match that state. You know, that state of consciousness that would imply like that I'm a, a millionaire or whatever. I would have to think from that state as if it were already true and then... You know, time, time, quote unquote time, you know, everything, all truth is expressed in, in quote unquote time. So if I believe that it is true that I am a millionaire, then as soon as I fully believe that and I convince myself of it, and I am open to it or whatever. And I start thinking from from the state of that. You know, not thinking of, of a million dollars. But thinking like I already have it. And feeling like I already have it. Then I match that path of growth. I match that path. And then it starts to unfold and it's all taking place in the present moment you know this present moment is just one one reality expressing itself and the truth 
the true reality is being refined. I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words, but basically, if I just matched matched that reality in consciousness, then naturally things would start to unfold and it would seem like it took time, but really there is no time. There is only a a changing of the present moment. If that, I I hope that makes sense. It's kind of like I've said, it's just so hard to put into words. Like in my mind, I can I can see it perfectly clearly, but you know, I'm thinking in terms of mental images and it's hard to put an image into words or a feeling into words. Like it's just it's literally like damn near impossible. Um but yeah, I don't know. I've it really does I I've realized that literally anything anything is possible right now. Like literally. Because now now is the only time that exists. And so, you know, whatever happened yesterday is still happening right now. But it's an unseen reality now. But but if you go into your mind, you can remember something and make it seen again in your mind. And you know what what I what I think also happens here is that if you if you bring up the past in your mind and you entertain that thought and you feel on it you know that it's you're going to manifest more things in your life that reflect that that state that state of mind um you know this is why i think the there's that saying of history repeats itself and you know this is why people that are depressed never really get better because they're always thinking of the past and what happened and they're they're sad about it and it you know they get caught in this loop this loop you know they're thinking about all these things that happened to them that uh made them feel bad and then they think about it and they feel bad again and they're entertaining these negative things in their mind these things that they don't want and then you know this whole world reflects back to you what what you're doing with yourself um and so these people these people that keep pondering on the past you know they're just they're stuck in a, a loop a cycle and so they're going to manifest more things from that state of what happened five years ago and they're going to keep bringing about these circumstances that make them feel the same way and make them even more depressed especially if they don't understand why it's happening you know that it's it's a mental loop um but you know this is like what was happening in my life too like looking back um (coughs) something 
happened maybe like five years ago and then I would I would sit there and think about it and you know have regrets about it and feel upset about it and um feel awful and then you know naturally my state was my life sucks I'm depressed um and then you know more things would come along that would uh reflect that state that I'm in you know circumstances would come into my life that would be like the exact same not the exact same but you know same they evoke the same feelings in me and the same uh stresses and all that um Though I'd get more of those events and then I'd ponder on those and then more would manifest. Uh, so now, now I know that if something that I don't like happens, just don't pay attention to it. You know, focus on what good things happen today. Focus on what, you know, focus on the good, really. Um... And then, you know, the more you focus on the good, the more of it you'll see in your world. The more you'll manifest good, positive changes in your life. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it's like this, this wheel of, this wheel of, like, repetition, I guess. Um, you know, like, if you're, if you're depressed... You know, naturally you're going to have depressing thoughts and feelings. And then you're going to manifest these depressing circumstances in your life. And then you're going to think about those again. And get all sad and depressed again. And then manifest more and so on and so forth. Um, but really, like, it's all about just changing changing having a a new attitude towards life having a new attitude towards yourself you know this is why the self concept is so so important um you know because think of it dude think of it the way you view yourself is the way you view life because you are life like that that presence inside of you that that is life. So, and everything around you is life. Everything is a part of life. And so, you know, as you view yourself higher, just naturally you're going to start viewing everything else as more positive. You're going to start seeing more good in the world because you're seeing more good in yourself, which is life itself. You know, you're, as you find the good in yourself, you're finding the good in life, literally. Because you are life. Life is not anything external. All of these are just parts of life. You know, like, this van right now, it's dead. It has, it's not, it has no life. It can't do anything. Only life can do things, and... We can do things. We're living. We're life. And so, 
you know, as I find these these higher and better things in myself, I'm literally just starting to see more good around me. And the cool part is, or like, I guess it's not that cool because, you know, when I first started getting into this whole manifestation stuff, I thought it would be like magic. Like, it is magical. It really is. But I would think that, like, oh, I have I have a thought of a million dollars, and then it just pops up out of nowhere, and, you know, that could totally happen. But the thing is, I thought that if I just had a thought of, of having a million dollars, um, and then went about my day still feeling super poor and broke that it would manifest but no you like that wouldn't be natural you know it wouldn't be natural at all for me to go from feeling completely broke to feeling rich i guess um in a split second like that uh and you know there is there is like different there is like exceptions or not exceptions but like different scenarios like say somebody is super poor or whatever but they buy a lottery ticket and they they imagine you know they feel like they have the winning ticket they feel like they've won already and they keep they keep that faith or whatever that they won then they they will but you know that money isn't going to last because they still they didn't change how they they feel you know they're relying on on that money to feel wealthy when if you if you made yourself feel wealthy from within and you kept that feeling then you would you would have money all the time you you wouldn't because it would be completely natural you know from that state of mind where you believe that you are wealthy and you always have money coming in and this and that you know the the person who wins the lottery they don't think that way they just think oh shit man i got a million dollars like i'm gonna spend it all and then they spend it all and they don't know how to they don't know how to like they they go back to feeling broke basically but if you were to just change your inner state and you you felt wealthy even without money then that money would start manifesting in your world and then you start you know, as it starts showing in your world, like, you'll believe it even more. Um, and, and that belief will just go grow stronger and stronger and stronger. And, you know, that's... You'll manifest according to your belief, basically, your self-image. Um, but again, like, the lottery winner... He he knows that this money is going to run out. And so it does. And then he's just back to being broke. He's just back to feeling poor again. 
and he has no idea why why he can't have money now because he doesn't he doesn't realize that your state of consciousness your state of being is what brings about those circumstances in your life and so the, this guy who wins the lottery and then spends it all or whatever he goes back to a state where he feels broke uh, because he was relying on that external thing to feel fulfilled financially. But if you were to just fulfill that that need in yourself first. And you stuck with it and you kept feeling fulfilled in, in your finances. Then it you'll you'll just manifest money you'll manifest that that financial stability or whatever it is that you want i don't know it's hard to explain this kind of stuff uh which is why i give huge props to neville goddard and any other like teachers of this stuff because you know it's like you know i wonder how the first person who who understood this stuff i wonder how they like how they even worded this stuff like it is ridiculous <coughs> but uh yeah it it really comes down to who are you being right now who are you being right now and you know it's hard to change your self-image because, you know, it, it's literally like you have to, that old self has to die. It literally has to die. And then this, this new version of you can come to life. And, you know, obviously, like, nothing wants to die. Nothing wants to die. So that old self-image that you have is... As soon as you start introducing these new beliefs about yourself, you're going to have resistance to it at first. Because that self-image is trying to protect itself. And it's, you know, blocking. It's literally rejecting anything that is not like itself. So say, say you want to go from being depressed, uh, a depressed person to a happy person. You know, if you're, if you're a depressed person and you start changing to a happy person, you know, you're going to have, you're going to introduce those new, those new beliefs. Like, you know, say, say you have the belief that the world sucks or life sucks. And then you, and that's the belief you've had for as long as you can remember. Um, and then you start suggesting that life is good and life is fun. You know, that old, that uh, life sucks belief is going to give you a bad feeling when, when you introduce this life is good thing. You know, it's it's going to you're going to have a negative feeling about that th 
that thought or that belief that you're trying to introduce um, because basically that old self-image or that belief is saying, hey, this this is not normal. We, we, can't, we can't accept this. Um, you know, it's kind of like a like a, a spiritual immune system, I guess. Like, you know, your beliefs are kind of like your your what are they? White white blood cells? I don't know. Your whatever fights off the diseases or whatever the the um, bacteria or whatever comes in and messes you up. You know, your beliefs are basically like your your protection they're your protection um they'll they'll tell you when there's a foreign object that needs to be removed and they'll do that by giving you a negative feeling or a feeling like you're lying or like you're uh like you're kidding yourself or whatever um but i've found that you know, I am the master of my beliefs. I get to decide what I believe. My beliefs have no power other than what I give them. And so, say if I had the life sucks belief and I tried to introduce this life is awesome belief. You know, I'll, I'll do it and... I'll get a negative feeling about it at first, but I basically say, hey, calm down. Let this guy in. He's on, he's, a, he's a good guy. And then, you know, over time, as you accept that belief, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like your spiritual homeostasis changes. Um... You know, as you just keep accepting it, it's like that, say there's like a million, a million little spiritual cells that are your beliefs. Um, and right now they're, all those little cells are life sucks. The life sucks belief. But you allow, you, you introduce the life is awesome belief and then you just allow it to win that battle. Okay, it takes out one of your one of your little soldiers. And now you have a small a small but present life is awesome belief little soldier on your team now. And now the next time you try to bring that belief back in that life is awesome. Um, you know, one 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 little part of you will recognize it as a a friend or an ally, and you'll accept it a little easier. And then you do it again, and it's a little easier, and a little easier, and a little easier. And then all of a sudden, you just believe that life is awesome, and you don't. It doesn't make sense to you to believe that life sucks anymore. You know, it's it's a process. It's not going to be, you know, it could be an immediate thing if you can really, like, uh, give up a belief that fast and take up a new one right away. But 
Um, you know, most of the beliefs that we have, we've had for so long that they're just ingrained in us. Like, they are our hardcore truths. Um, but it's possible. It's possible. You know, it's not... A lot of people, myself included, when, when we get into manifesting stuff... We think it's going to be just some immediate result. But it takes patience. You have to have patience about it and persistence. You know, you have to be persistent in it. You can't just say that, you know, if you have the hardcore belief that life sucks, you can't just say life is awesome once and then really expect yourself to fully believe that right away you know you got to be persistent in it and keep keep suggesting it to yourself and repeating it and you know realizing what that statement means to you and feeling it to be true and you know, here's the thing. When you have a feeling mixed with an impression, then it goes into your subconscious. Your subconscious accepts it. And so, you know, say if somebody said to me that life sucks, but I have the feeling that that's not true, then my mind will... will my subconscious mind will accept the that's not true, that life sucks. It will accept that and then, you know, create circumstances that prove that, prove that belief. Um, or like, I don't know, feeling is really like the, the ultimate thing. It's like what what nails a belief to your subconscious mind. And then, you know, your subconscious is what creates your life, really. You know, like, I think it was like 95% of everything you do is subconscious activity, and then the other 5% is your conscious mind. So... You know, as you, as you say, you start building the belief that you're, you're wealthy and you feel it to be true. You start feeling like it's true. You know, your subconscious mind is going to accept that. And then, you know, we don't really know why we make the decisions that we do. We don't really know why we just feel the need to look over in a certain direction randomly. We don't know why we we feel like taking a different route than usual. You know, we we can't explain why we feel the the urge to do things. We just do. And I believe that that is you know, your subconscious programming. Your subconscious speaks to you through through your your feelings, like when you're doing things and you feel like you should do it this way or whatever, you know, that is 
I believe that that is like your your subconscious programming directing you to whatever whatever it is. So say you start believing that you're wealthy or whatever and you start actually believing it and you feel like it's true, then you know, maybe you'll just start feeling the need to look down every once in a while in in a parking lot or whatever and then you just so happen to see find money on the ground everywhere every time you do that you know that i i don't know that's what i think is going on but i can't ever you know i won't ever know for sure all i know is that the mind has a lot more to do with reality than most of us would have ever thought um, you know, it, everything really is connected. Um, yeah, I don't know. I cannot claim to, <sighs> I mean, I can claim to know what I do know, but I can't convince you of it. You have to, you have to try it for yourself. You know, you really you can't knock it till you try it. And I think that's why a lot of this stuff is just like shut down. Because people just immediately, it does not conform with what they believe. It doesn't conform with what they've been taught to believe. And so they say, oh, that's nonsense. And then they never even try it out or anything. But... Honestly, like an open mind is all you need for a successful life or a happy life or a fulfilled life. An open mind is all it takes. You know, think outside the box. Think of, think of what other people would say is crazy. You know, it's not crazy. It's just being open-minded. There's no such thing as crazy unless you believe that you're crazy You know, that's the only thing that makes something crazy. Honestly, like, I don't think anything is crazy. You know, everything, in my my eyes, everything is possible. Anything that could exist, uh, you know, why, why think it's impossible? You know, I was thinking earlier, like, I totally would not be surprised if I witnessed the first person ever to sprout wings and fly away. I I have no reason to think that that's impossible. You know, at one point we were just a little sperm cell floating around with no eyes, no arms, no legs, nothing. But then somehow we grew all of those things, you know. What's the difference between that and a, a pair of wings? Or some kangaroo legs on a person, you know? Like, who am I to say anything is impossible? That's ridiculous. That is 100% ridiculous. Um, and, I, you know, I think a lot of people think they know everything, you know? they They think they know what is and is not possible. Well, who knows, dude? Honestly, 
Like, something might not be happening right now, but maybe in a million years, that same thing that everybody thought was impossible is just a normal thing. So, why why shut down ideas, dude? Why Why just be so dismissive of everything if it doesn't conform to your beliefs? I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think it's more fun to believe that anything is possible. It makes, it makes for some very funny, I've had a lot of funny thoughts and funny, like, little mental scenarios of just, like, the most insane, weird stuff happening. And, uh, it's just awesome because, you know, I know that a thought is really just, you're becoming aware of an unseen reality. You're becoming aware of something that is real, but it's not apparent to the senses. You know, that's that's all, that's what I think a thought is. It's just acknowledging the reality of something that is not yet apparent to the senses. And, I don't know, it just makes it even funnier to just, like, think that there's, like, a massive chicken man on like a giant planet made out of cheese balls like i don't know it's funny to it's fun to think that that stuff is is possible and it could exist somewhere in the universe like why not think like that that's fucking hilarious dude i don't know i think too many people get too serious nowadays or not even just nowadays, like all all time. Like since since the beginning of mankind, like people have just been too serious about life. But, you know, I think it's funny. I think there's a lot of stuff to laugh at here. And there's a lot of just, you know, there we don't need to be serious all the time. What What is there to be serious about, man? I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, I am about to get this episode cut off. Um, But, again, I've got the listener support on now. So, if you'd like to uh, make, like, a... I don't know if it's monthly or just a one-time donation or whatever. But, that is an option on the Anchor... the, The Anchor website or whatever for this podcast. Um... I also have my Reddit page now, r slash Conscious Creation Club. Um, still got the Facebook page up, which I don't even really post on there. That was kind of a flop. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm also planning uh, maybe... Like, once winter passes, I think I'm going to start doing... Uh, Live, like, like in-person events, maybe. Maybe I'll get some of those set up to just, like, talk about stuff like this. Um, share experiences or just to hang out. I don't know. Just chill with Dill. Uh, but, yeah, anyway, until next time, I hope you have a wonderful present moment that is just changing. Um, make some good change. 
Uh, until next time, I'll uh, see you later.